we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Well, hello there, and welcome back. You've made it to episode six of the Nutritional Freedom Podcast, which means I have also made it to episode six of the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. This has been such a fun, I guess, project. I feel like I haven't really done anything new in terms of creating content since I started blogging back in like 2012. And As I sat here, it's a Friday, which is kind of my new ritual, podcast recording on Friday, and then you get to hear it um, the following Thursday. But as I sat down, you know, just now to record episode six, I started thinking back to, you know, just about a month ago, a little bit more, to when I recorded the first episode. And you can almost hear it in my voice, like how kind of nervous I was. Um, I definitely felt like a little bit shaky when I sat down to record, even though, I mean, it's literally just me in my office, still not wearing any makeup, uh, still not dressed (laughs) in a remotely professional way. But I feel so much more confident now. I feel like really excited and also kind of I don't know, in control. Like I really feel like I'm getting this thing down. And as I was reflecting on that and kind of how quickly that emotion evolved and how quickly I developed this kind of strong sense of confidence around this very new thing and this very public thing, it got me thinking about, you know, what I teach our clients all the time, which is that confidence comes from doing many of us get it backwards, right? We think I will do X, Y, and Z when I'm confident. And then we kind of just sit around (laughs) waiting for the confidence to come, you know, or we try to shapeshift ourselves in some way to, to get the confidence to land in our laps. But, you know, in reality, like I said, that's totally backwards. 
confidence comes from doing, it comes from competence. And, you know, that's uh, what what today's uh, early lesson is. Maybe we'll need to do some like quick fire, fast Friday lessons or something like that for little tidbits uh, that I feel compelled to share um, as we go along this journey together. But I, well, I guess on one hand, I hope that's helpful for you. And two, that's also not what this podcast is about. (laughs) So if you saw today's podcast title, you know we are talking about your healthy work from home style. So this is kind of a a fun one. Um, It's kind of like doing a a personality quiz. And in fact, we actually have a quiz that goes along with this episode just to make things like extra, extra fun and offer you some clarity and, you know, action steps. Okay. So the inspiration for today's episode came from some kind of new work that we've been doing in nutritional freedom. So at the beginning of the year, we started kind of fleshing out what a corporate wellness offering would look like. Um, You know, dietitians often go into the corporate setting and, you know, we definitely think that there's room for the nutritional freedom message in the office place. And so we have, you know, a couple exciting developments going in there. And, you know, of course, with all the Corona stuff, we've had to pivot it online. And it's been really cool just to see the way that, you know, employers have been flexing to, meet the needs of their employees and to help them really adjust to working from home. So, you know, we've had conversations with some potential corporate wellness partners around helping, you know, their employees incorporate structure or create clear boundaries between work and personal time, you know, how to help them maintain healthy habits for better performance. That's, you know, definitely a really big one. And, you know, also dealing with the general lack of motivation that I think this time and all of the stress has kind of brought on for a lot of us. And so between, you know, the work we've been doing in corporate wellness and also of course within our own nutritional freedom client community, we've kind of found these like four different work from home styles. All right. And so in today's episode, I want to go through each of the styles and talk about some of the strengths that come with, you know, kind of having the style or even like personality and also, you know, some of the challenges or weaknesses. Cause I often find that when it comes to personality traits, they often come with like kind of two sides of, of the coin. And some of our biggest strengths create our big, biggest weaknesses and, you know, vice versa. So, you know, I think awareness and self-knowledge and self-understanding and really um, giving that to yourself in an objective way, not a judgmental way, but a really curious, compassionate, neutral way can be really helpful, especially when it comes to, you know, kind of creating a game plan to continue to grow and move forward. Okay. So you can learn what yours is and get that kind of a clarity and opportunity for self-assessment by taking our quiz. I have it linked down below in the show notes, Um, but you might actually have fun listening to the podcast first, maybe taking a guess at which personality type you are, and then you can go and take the quiz, even just, um, you know, the questions themselves. First of all, they're really fun. And they can also kind of start giving you some ideas for really clear ways to, like I said, move, move forward. All right. So let's get started. So we're going to start with our first personality type, our first work from home style. And I just have to say, it probably won't surprise you, but 
This first one is the one that I most identify with, not 100%, but I would say like 80 to 90%. And that is our focused femme. And I am a focused femme for better and for worse, as we will explore. So if you're a focused femme, you are all about planners. You're all about time blocking. Your morning routine is like your spirit guide, right? And so as soon as this whole quarantine thing hit, you were ready. You had clear goals and an action plan and you were you were ready, all right? But you know, some of the same tendencies that make you a high achiever can also make you a little bit rigid. Not that I would know from personal experience or anything, and you certainly should not um, ask my fiance (laughs) about his take on on my rigidity. Um, So some of the struggles you may be having. So you may be having a hard time rolling with the punches during, you know, these really unprecedented and ever-evolving circumstances. So maybe, you know, you were good knowing that, okay, I'm just going to be working from home until the beginning of April, and then things are going to go back to normal. And now here we are in May and there is, you know, no end in sight, at least for for many of us. And so, you know, you've spent a lot of time creating the perfect plan. Maybe you have your your daily and weekly planning routines and, you know, these very clear outlines for how you're going to, you know, get it all done. Work, exercise, meal prep, family time, pursuing new hobbies, self-care, all all the things. And that's amazing, but it also can create this perfectionistic view of what you, you know, quote unquote, should be doing. And so when something gets in the way, as it often does during these times, the whole plan can come crashing down. And so you go from like all on to all off really, really quickly. And oftentimes there's also some residual emotions that come from that, some some drama, (laughs) as we call it. All right. So that is our focused femme. If that's you, girl, you are, what do they say? What's the saying? You are, we are cut from the same cloth. That's not the saying I was going for, but, you know, we'll go with it. We're cut from the same cloth. (laughs) All right. Next up is our multitasking maven. So if you're a multitasking maven, you wear many hats and you've got a lot of plates spinning and many, many irons in the fire, typically all at the same time. And so, you know, on one hand, this has been a really great time for you because you've actually had more space and time to kind of focus on many different things at once. You got multiple hustles, right? So in between Zoom meetings for your full-time job, you've been working on the side hustle that you've been, you know, really dying to launch for the last few years. And you're also working your way through your reading list, or maybe like I said before, you know, starting a new hobby. So where's the the struggle here? Because that sounds like pretty, pretty great. Well, because of all of these, you know, different tasks and competing priorities, at the end of every day, you you know you've been busy, but you really struggle to feel accomplished, right? And not to mention the fact that your brain is like beat. You know, you are absolutely exhausted because you spend so much time and mental energy toggling back and forth between so many different projects and tasks and inputs. All right. And you really struggle to create a consistent routine because, you know, just in your nature, you're always looking for, you know, the next best thing. So you want to find the best cookbooks. You want to find 
You want to find the best workout apps. You want to find, you know, you're, you're just exploring all options. And so what this ends up doing is, you know, it results in you expending a lot of energy without necessarily getting kind of the requisite results from the energy you're expending. All right. So that is our multitasking maven. Next up is our round-the-clock rocker. And when we were kind of exploring these different styles, I, I kind of kept, I had a, the vision of a few clients and a few people I know in mind. And, you know, it's just so interesting to see how the ways in which we, you know, adapt and ebb and flow and flex. And again, there's no, there's no one of these that's better or worse than others. You know, we all have our strengths and we all have our, <laughs> our weaknesses, it's just important to kind of recognize where you fall and how you can play to your strengths and kind of support the areas in which you may feel challenged. All right. So next up is our round the clock rocker. So this is number three. And so if you are a round the clock rocker, you have not missed a beat in adjusting from working from an office to working from home. So you you just adapted really quickly. You're, you know, definitely showing up for your team. Definitely your boss is really pleased with the, the performance that, you know, you've put out there in terms of like work. And you actually feel like you're getting more done now that you're not having to spend time commuting or like getting dolled up for work, at least, you know, from the chest down. But there's definitely a struggle here, right? So you are working nonstop and you are getting pinged all day via email, Slack, text. And because of that, you know, your laptop and phone, you feel like can never be out of arm's reach because you worry, you know, you worry that if you take a break, you may be perceived as slacking off. And so you are always, always on for work. So, you know, at the end of the day, maybe you're in bed, decompressing, scrolling through social media, and you see these people cooking nourishing meals and, you know, they're exercising and going on walks and you just have no idea how they keep it together. And, and that, you know, leads to kind of some comparison, which doesn't feel great. And then on top of that, you also physically and mentally feel the toll that working without any boundaries is taking on you. Okay. So you feel exhausted, you're burnt out, you're low energy, and you know, there's part of you that's really losing sight of who you are outside of your work. And I've been seeing this a, a lot, you know, especially for those of us who are working from home unexpectedly. And, you know, maybe you don't have like an office or a designated work area. And so you're working in your normal living spaces. Whereas before, you know, when you were working in an office, you have the environmental and visual, you know, cues to kind of signal, okay, when I'm at home, I'm you know, at home, I'm pursuing personal time. And when I'm at work, I'm working. Well, now we lost that stimulus and that change in environment. And so it can be really hard to kind of toggle back and forth between, you know, work mentality and personal time mentality. Plus, you know, again, like the worry that's in, in the back of your mind of if I'm not always on and not always accessible, you know, does that put me at risk? And, and so I'm certainly sympathetic to some of those fears and concerns, but it's just important to recognize, you know, I can have those fears and concerns and still, you know, show up for myself and create boundaries where I need to. All right. So that is our round the clock rocker. 
Last, our number four work from home style is the one that I personally probably identify the least with and could possibly, you know, take take a few pages out of her book because I could probably use a little bit of this in my life. And um, that is our final work from home style is our free spirit sister. All right. So if you are a free spirit sister, you have been ebbing and flowing with the best of them, right? And you pretty quickly in all this kind of, you stopped watching the news because you you realized it was making you feel stressed out. And so you've been really like leaning into all of the opportunity that this time has has come because of course it is it is challenging in so many different dimensions, but there also, you know, have been some really unique opportunities brought on by these unique circumstances. So you've been getting back in touch with a lot of friends and family who maybe you wouldn't normally have time to chat with throughout the week. And, you know, you've definitely started new hobbies. You've been watercoloring and sourdough bread baking. Has anyone noticed that like banana bread and sourdough bread are like the mascots (laughs) of quarantine? I've made three banana breads, so I'm for sure guilty of it, but I don't think I'm enough of like a free spirit for the the all-day affair of sourdough bread baking. I'm way too <laughs> I just I don't I don't have it in me. I do not. All right. So, with all the bread, what what is what could possibly be the struggle? <laughs> Well, as much as you are leaning into all the opportunities, there's still something in you telling you that like the lack of structure just isn't sitting quite right with you and that it's not ultimately serving you. So, you know, for one thing, you have not been eating regular meals. You've been kind of grazing all day, nibbling on all the baked goods that you've been churning out. And, you know, even if you did want to eat a regular meal, the contents of your fridge don't really add up to anything coherent because you've been pretty like laissez-faire with the grocery trips, shall we say. All right. So definitely some struggle and some challenges for our free spirit sister as as well. So in episode two of the podcast, I gave you a little a little taste, a little tease, a little sneak peek at the concept of a supportive structure. And that is one that implements self-care, self-discipline, and self-compassion. All right. And I'm actually going to go more in depth into what that kind of looks like and what that really means in the next episode. But something to note for today is just that, you know, each of these personality types can really benefit from implementing a supportive structure with those three core elements. But what that structure will actually look like is, of course, going to vary not just by personality type, but also your values, your goals, and, you know, your other life circumstances, who you're living with, if you have kids, what your job entails, the city you live in, so many different things, right? And that's really what I love about the supportive structure framework, because it gives you the space and quite frankly, like challenges you to think for yourself and to consider all of those variables and implement habits and routines that actually suit you, right? I think so often when we look externally for structure through meal plans or, you know, yes and no foods lists, things like that, we're just outsourcing that thought and we're trying to, you know, retrofit ourselves to fit into these rigid structures versus creating a truly like supportive structure that genuinely meets our needs. All right. But, you know, before we 
dive into supportive structure. And before you can really go into problem solving, you have to really clearly identify what's getting in the way and not just what's happening at kind of a um, surface level or symptomatically, but really what's happening at the root, right? We cannot transform that which we are not aware of. All right. So taking the quiz, and again, you're going to get a lot of clarity, not only from finding out your personality type, but also as you're answering the questions, you know, and seeing all the different answer choices, you're going to get a lot of insight into like, huh, okay, there's maybe a different way of doing what I've been doing, you know? So go take the quiz. I've linked it in the show notes below. It's really fun and informative because isn't that just how things should be fun and informative? (laughs) Just kidding. Sometimes things can just be fun. And sometimes things that are informative are not fun. So, you know, if you're, you're kind of digging and picking up what I'm putting down in terms of a supportive structure, but you kind of just like have no idea how to actually implement it and not only implement it, first of all, define it, and then also create like some internal accountability around it, then I highly recommend you check out our brand new Healthy at Home course. And so I created this specifically for you if you're really struggling to adjust to this new normal. You know, I think we've all gone through, you know, phases with this. And, you know, certainly for me, the first, I would say couple of weeks up and down, you know, in terms of my emotions, in terms of my, you know, definitely my motivation, my energy, my mood, and, you know, of course, like my actions as a result of all that. But I kind of quickly realized like, okay, this is probably going to last for some time. So I need to kind of forget about the old world, (laughs) the BC, as I call it, before Corona, and figure out how I'm going to take care of myself right now. All right. So that's really what I walk you through in Healthy at Home. So we have, I believe it's eight different modules. We talk about how to manage your mind, which is so important, and really how you dig into the root cause work that I was talking about um, just a minute ago. I walk you through an exercise to discover your values and to set clear goals for the circumstances at hand. We talk about the process and implementation of cornerstone habits and routines. And then there's a module each for the practical strategies behind each of our NF pillars of health. So that's nutrition, hydration, exercise, sleep, stress management, and community. Okay. And, you know, like I said, this this time has been challenging. It's challenging on an individual level. It's challenging. It's challenging on a global level and across different areas. You know, it's challenging economically. Um, it's challenging in terms of our health, like emotionally. I mean, there's there's a lot going on, and I really I acknowledge that. But at the same time, and by the same token, there's only so much that that we can control as individuals you know, I'll I'll speak in in first person. Like I can only control my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions, right? And that, you know, just as this all started happening and I was wanting so desperately to control the future and to control other people and to control the government. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to control it all. Of course, that's like a very natural reaction. And so one of the things that was most helpful for me as this all started picking up was really clearly delineating between that which I cannot control, letting that go, and really focusing on what I can, right? So again, thoughts, feelings, and actions. 
So I kind of decided that I wasn't going to argue with reality or to resist the emotions that reality was bringing up. Okay. So a lot of overwhelm, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, definitely grief, right? But I also decided to work with my circumstances and to make the best out of the cards that I've been dealt right now. And, and recognizing as well that, you know, I am really grateful for the privilege in my deck of cards. You know, I understand that um, there's a lot that I have to be, to be grateful for, and, and I absolutely am. And so I, I share all this to offer you, you know, the same outlook to, to try on, whether your deck of cards looks like mine or not. You know, at the end of the day, whatever our deck of cards looks like, we've just got to, to kind of make the best with what we have, you know? And this isn't about denial. It's really about letting yourself go through, you know, the stages of grief or other emotions that you need to, to go through and experience so that you can really kind of emerge clear-headed and ready to move forward, right? And so I really designed Healthy at Home to help you do just that in a way that really serves you. You know, again, that's guided by your unique circumstances and really takes into account the fact that given everything going on, like going full throttle might not make the most sense for you circumstantially, emotionally, all all of the above and, and so much more. All right. So go take the quiz, figure out what your healthy work from home style is. And, you know, with that clarity in mind, start to really consider what supportive structure will look like for you. How can you implement self-care, self-compassion, and self-discipline when it comes to your healthy habits? And again, if you need help turning that into an action plan and again, developing that internal accountability, then I highly recommend you check out Healthy at Home. I've got it all linked up down below. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed some time to kind of be introspective and think about your personality type. If you could be so kind to leave us a rating and review, I would so appreciate it. And if you have, you know, ideas or requests of what you'd like to hear or learn about on the podcast, um, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram at Claire underscore Siegel. That's, you know, usually the best way to, to reach me. I try to answer each and every one of my DMs. So I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for being part of the the journey so far and we're going to keep growing together. All right, have a good one. Bye.